0: Welcome back to another episode of The Scorers Table. I'm William Robbins. We have been off a little bit. Um, you know, it's the offseason, not much going on, so we're, we're kind of going slow. But once the season starts, we will be back in full force. Uh, joined, as always, by Julian McKee. What is good to The scores?
1: I, have, I, feel, I feel reinvigorated. I feel reassimilated. I'm ready to be back. Let's talk some basketball. Got some good coffee in me. You know, um, I got a great haircut today. You know, looking looking <laughs> calm, cool, clean. You know the vibes. I gotta get like yep,
0: I gotta get a haircut.
1: Looking like a cross yeah, between my hair Dolph Lundgren and Minnie Rivera. You know the vibes. Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> I, I
1: have don't you, have you. You actually find a barber in New York yet? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Oh, I go, fantastic.
0: I go I go to this woman in uh in Park Slope. I've I've been going to her now for about a year, a little bit more. I like her. How much are you paying? uh with tip about 20 bucks.
1: Okay, good. Good cuz I remember you had a you had a time where you were looking for like $10 haircuts in New York
0: that weren't going <laughs> to like kill you. And no, I was 20, like, <laughs> 20, um, Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm I don't know why I'm so cheap with haircuts. Anyway, <laughs> I'm the way I see pay, paying
1: money for haircuts is that if I get a shitty haircut and I come back, I'm going to be like, "Damn, I should I I, I should have paid the money for the actual good haircut. Yeah, the risk reward is, is a skew in that in that. But anyway, we gotta we, let, let's get straight to yeah, it. Yeah, all right, well, let's,
0: let's get straight to it. So, Julian, this podcast is recorded in the United States of America, home of your seventh place world champions, Team USA basketball. <laughs> we <laughs> if, if 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 we if the Olympics or sorry if the World Cup was like seventh place is the winner, then we killed it like oh my god we
1: finished in seventh place are you kidding me (laughs) Uh, i don't even know but it's it's just like pickup basketball it's pickup basketball at this point for me i didn't even really care that much this is like team e usa and even though this team is like the best in the world on paper everybody knows like the u.s is the uh, excuse me i was a burp right there everybody knows like team usa is the best in the world when it comes to basketball it's not even close obviously Obviously, oh, yeah. so it doesn't like. Here's the thing. Well, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna give you a quick question right off the, right off the bat here. Why should, why should we care
0: about Team USA? Yeah, and finishing seventh place. Like, why should we care? Uh, I mean, just besides like the whole like national pride thing. I don't have national pride. <laughs> I think I, I think the... for the I don't root for Team USA in anything other than basketball. I root, I root for the Dominican Republic in
1: baseball. I root for Columbia and the reason, like... the
0: reason why I, the reason why I care is because I believe that that the successes and failures of, of international basketball directly translate to the NBA. Mm. So that's my that's that's I mean that's my personal opinion but okay there's there's there's, there's a few things that that went wrong for team USA. Yes. And 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 one of the and one of the big ones was just the fact that they had no they had no hierarchy, oh. which which I felt like was a big problem because if you watch kind of a bunch of other teams play, and and it's gonna kind of sound like I'm defending Team USA here, but I promise that's not what I'm doing. It was a it was a failure that we did not win. Like this was an up and down failure. I had a lot of issues with some decisions like Greg Popovich, which is crazy questioning the great, the great Greg Popovich, but like yeah. it just, I felt, felt like, uh, like he made some questionable decisions. But if, if you, if you look at other teams play team USA and kind of team Canada are the only two countries that absolutely wing it in the Olympics. Or in in or in in the World Cup in this case, like every other country, like trains together every summer. It's the same group. It's the same. Like with Spain, how many years has it been? Marcasol, Ricky Rubio, uh, Serge, uh, um, what is his name? Like like uh, Luul or something. Uh, is is uh, is Calderon still over there? I, I don't does he think still so. play with them. No, no. Or does
1: Sergio Rodriguez still play there? Rudy Fernandez guys like yes, that. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I completely understand what yeah, you're saying. It's, it's Those been guys, the guys same, like it's been the <laughs> same guys for years. It's the core. And and Team USA just kind of wings it every year. Yeah, I mean, it's the most talent obviously, so and 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 they should wing it. Like they should be winning. The problem is this year they didn't have the talent level to wing it. And the other teams were just far out executed them. And Kemba Walker was the best player on this team,
1: but is Kemba Walker better than Donovan Mitchell right now? Yes, like yeah. right, like at this moment, this season. Would you rather have Kemba Walker or Donovan Mitchell? I'm not talking about in the. I'm not talking about age contracts in the future. This season, this one season, I'd rather have Kemba Walker. Ah, see, I want to say Kemba, but, but but Mitchell gets more buckets. No, he doesn't. I think it's easier. No, no he doesn't. No, he
0: does. Kemba Walker, Walker averaged like more. twenty-five points a game last no, year. Mitchell, Mitchell was
1: at like eighteen. He averages more points a game. Yes, but it's easier. Point guards are more replaceable in the NBA nowadays. Mitchell, I feel Mitchell's like so. I'd rather have a point guard. No, he's not. There's a reason they put in. They got Mike Conley anyway. Anyway, no. I, anyway, anyway. anyway.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so 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 here's the here's the thing with Team you're saying, I need to defend the Celtics here for a second. Okay, because you guys have <laughs> four four guys on the roster, Will. <laughs> exactly, which makes it look like the Celtics were the reason they lost. Mm. Do you know how many how many games Jason Tatum played in? He didn't play that many because he got hurt. Right, he missed the last six games. Mm-hmm. Kemba Walker missed a, missed a game or two. Marcus Smart missed about five games. Jalen was the only one that played all the games. In addition. The four Celtics—or or, Jalen, Kemba, and Tatum were, the, like, the only three on the roster that shot above 45%. Mm. Now, the Milwaukee Bucks should be absolutely ecstatic that the Celtics had four guys there because Chris Middleton shot about 31% for the tournament. <laughs> And, 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 and the simple reason why that happened is because he was playing with the Celtics and not against them. Of course. Because if he was against the Celtics, he would have been shooting about 79%. <laughs> it's just like, like Brooke Lopez, complete non-factor, got passed by, by, by Turner immediately on the rotation. And, and Middleton, Middleton wasn't even like in their starting lineup or crunch time lineup. It was, uh, it was Joe Harris in there instead of him. Yeah. And Joe Middleton, Harris, you know the Joe, vibes. And Joe Harris didn't even shoot that great. Now for, for for whether it was the ball or not, but it was the ball. Joe Harris is money. Joe Harris is easy money. But but Tatum, Tatum, and Kemba, and Donovan Mitchell were their three most consistent players. So oh. the Milwaukee Bucks should be pretty happy that that the Celtics had four guys, because otherwise Middleton would have been the complete scapegoat of the team.
1: No, I agree. I, I'm going to make a quick hot take here. Hot take: Wapo in the house. Um, <laughs> Jalen Brown is an all-star next year.
0: I actually have a very kind of similar hot take. Yeah. The best player on the Celtics team next year wasn't on Team USA. Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Woo. Woo. I... All right. It,
1: you it, know it, what? I know though, it's, it's... though it's a hot take, I can't complete. I can't really disagree with it that much, though, because there's a real, there's a real scenario in which that does
0: happen. Yeah. Because this team just... is completely different. Now, yeah, because Utah Gordon Hayward would be the best player on the Celtics team. Yes. Uh, he probably would have been the best Celtics player on last year's team, too. Well, just, let's... Or, him. sorry, most complete player. Let's go with that. Yes, or maybe most valuable. Yeah. It just... With Gordon Hayward, I really, truly believe that was a two-year injury. Mm-hmm. And... And if you look at uh, and if you look at like his stats toward the end of the year, he was re- He was like pretty good. And uh, and Ennis Cantor did one of those hype me up interviews where he was like, "Gordon Hayward looks like Gordon Hayward again in practice." Ennis cantor has been doing oh. a lot of press. <laughs> I wish you'd stop talking. <laughs> I wish you'd stop. To- like, why does Ennis Cantor have to talk so much about Kyrie? Like, dude, you weren't even here.
1: Ka- Ennis Cantor likes to talk shit, bro. Ennis Cantor is like. E- Oh, he like a like He's a New Yorker. He's a New Yorker. I like all Hander. I say there. <laughs> all right. He just well, Hander that's just one of those guys who like pink was like playing pickup basketball and talking trash. Then he'll, he'll say some bunch of moms and just like make it just yeah. blow the situation way
0: out of proportion. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. whoa we don't and, then, and then the best way to beat him is you just start isolating him. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, and it's going to be like Curry, Lillard, LeBron, Anthony Davis, James Harden, I guarantee it. Everyone's going to come out. They're going to crush everyone and people will all forget about this. So, does it matter? Probably not. It's just disappointing. Let's get on to the main part of this podcast. Let's part three of previewing every single NBA team going into next season almost there man you see
1: you see us scores high we're real analysts out here we break down these teams you know
0: we're doing these win totals you know you, you know the deal we're, we're we're out here yeah we're go- we're going through today we're going to be doing the pacific division and about half of the southwest so we're on of the western conference um and we're going to start off with the golden state warriors 57 Ooh. and 25 last year lose kd clay's going to be out most of the year if not all of it they get D'Angelo Russell. They are projected for 49 and a half wins. Or sorry, sorry, 48 and a half wins. We're I. Have... Well. So, so for, for those of you who are new, when we do this, when we go through every team, we like to talk about best case scenario, worst case scenario, and then scenario we most likely see happening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just to kind of cover it all. I really feel like they're going to go over 49. I'm going under. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? I'm going under. Oh, okay.
1: Well, let's, let's hear why. I'm going about 45, 46 wins for this team because this team so, is so in think, a period... You think that they missed the playoffs? No, I don't. And this might actually be a good time for me to break down the West playoffs for me because here's the thing this year. It's, it's, a, it's a mess. There is, like— well, last... for my SP for my estimation there's going to be like around 4 to 5 teams all within like 6 wins of each other i think the way it might work out and that's and that's crazy that's crazy the middle of the west keeps getting stronger every single year and that's where i think the warriors record is going to suffer because this is a team in transition and as a result they're going to lose games to teams like the Mavericks and the Kings and the Spurs and the Pelicans. And, you know, I think the Timberwolves might steal a few off them. Um, so, so that's why I think the Warriors are going to be a little under this win total. But here's okay. a thing real quick. Will, have people watched basketball? Did people watch the Nets play last year? <laughs> Did people watch the Brooklyn Nets play last year? Explain to me how D'Angelo Russell can play off the ball. Oh, D'Angelo played off the ball in college. D'Angelo played shooting guard in high school. D'Angelo's six, six.
0: Yes. 6-6. Why does why does he have to play off the ball?
1: I that's that's the question I would like to ask. However, at the same time, I don't really want Steph Curry playing off the ball either cuz I know we can play off the ball, but I want the ball in Steph Curry's hands. I don't want Of the ball course, of
0: D'Angelo's course. Hands. But but I don't when I when I look at the when I look at the Warriors roster, I happen to actually like a lot of guys. They they have like one of those rosters of guys I just like. I'm with you. Like like they like they picked up Collie Stein for, for the for the minimum. I love that. They have Glenn Robinson the third. I like him. Yes. They got Glenn they Robinson in. the third island. I am <laughs> the mayor of Glenn Robinson the third island. We know this <laughs> here. They, they brought in they brought in Alec Burks. I like him. Uh, Kevon Looney they brought back for pretty cheap. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They got. They brought in Amari Spellman. Yes. Yes. They just. I. I could. Still got McKinney there. Now. Now, one of the reasons why I. I like the Warriors over is because Steph Curry's my MVP pick. Ooh, interesting. And, and I. And I look at it. I think that Draymond's going to have a huge year because I think that post KD, he's going to be motivated to show that he's still Draymond.
1: Oh, he will. I think this might be the last really good to great Draymond year, just because I don't know how much his body has left in it at this point.
0: I I think I think he's got I think he's got two more. He's played seven years, but I think I think I would go two more years. This is a fuck you KD year. Yeah, and That's it's what this it's, is. I, it's when, when, when you're betting on the Warriors, you're betting on culture, You're betting on the on the culture, you're betting on the coach, you're betting on on the system, and I this and I weird. like all that.
1: Draymond's year this year is gonna be like Beyonce's out when she re- when Jay Z was cheating on her for some reason and she released it and just and just put him on blast. That's what the, that's what Draymond's year is
0: gonna be. <laughs> be yeah, up KD in an elevator in Brooklyn somewhere. <laughs> it's it, the the Warriors lineup, um, like like what their potential like crunch time lineup could be by the end of the year, of like Curry, Russell, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Kali Stein. Mm-hmm. Like assuming Clay Thompson comes back, that's a good team. Now, of course, there's also a chance that like this can all go absolutely to hell, and Clay doesn't come back for a long time, and Draymond doesn't look like Draymond anymore, and Steph gets hurt for taking like too big of a load, mm-hmm. and then we're left with D'Angelo Russell getting screens from Kali Stein.
1: Yeah, and I here's the thing: I love D'Lo. Don't get it twisted, but. We've, we've been over this before in the podcast, but I think we got to touch on it once again for our new listeners to the Scores Table podcast. Will, you and I went to see D'Angelo play against the Pistons on a beautiful October night. I think it might have been Halloween or it was early November, something around that time last year. Yeah. They tried to put D- D'Lo and Didwitty together. The Nets tried to do it throughout last year. And every time I wanted to have an aneurysm. I just wanted to check out. I was done. I couldn't watch it. It was, it was absolutely unwatchable, bro. D'Angelo, I, I, I don't like the idea of putting him with another person who, who I want with the ball. That's just a problem. I don't know that another problem is that who are the Warriors guarding in this backcourt? I know you got Draymond. Oh no one. Holly Stein gives versatility, but but like Jesus Christ! Imagine them against the Blazers.
0: Like oh yeah, no, no, I'm not. (laughs) No, no, I think I think that I think that Curry is is an underrated defender. I think that he's actually a good defender. He's not bad. I think he's actually a good defender. D'Angelo Russell, I will not say the same about. (laughs) But. I just—I I really just—I don't know why. I just trust the culture. I trust the system. I trust Steve Kerr. I think that Curry has a big year, and I think that if you can get Curry around 32 minutes a game, that gives D'Angelo Russell 16 minutes a game of having the ball only— Remember, the Warriors don't owe D'Angelo Russell anything. Well, they don't owe him a damn thing. That's a fact. Like, Like, they could play him 20 minutes a game— and then if he bitches, just trade him. Like, he's going to mm-hmm. have trade value. And, I, and I'm sure that they will end up trading him, if not this year, then next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's... He will have the opportunity to have the ball in his hands. And then in the eight minutes a game that him and Curry are both in at the same time, <laughs> then in that time you put Steph Curry off the ball for five minutes and him off the ball for three minutes and just see what happens. You, mm-hmm. you, ha- you have to trust that maybe... Maybe again, like uh, I feel weird saying it of scenery for D'Lo because he just had it and it was great for him in Brooklyn. But mm-hmm. maybe, maybe playing with someone like or, or l- talking to someone like Clay Thompson could help. D- could help him because Clay Thompson might be what like a top five guy all time of of, uh, of, of going off the ball. D'Lo's not turning into Clay Thompson. No, no, not at all. But he can at least <laughs> learn something.
1: I'm sure he can learn something, but I mean, I, I, I'm, I, I struggled to think that that would necessarily do that much to him after being on a team with, you know, someone like Ed Davis and Jared Dudley, not that, you know, not that Clay Thompson's any, any role over in, you know, the leadership and tutelage department, but I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how much that would do for him, but anyway, real quick, just before we wrap up on the Warriors, also, I actually like who they got in the draft this year. As far as Eric Pascal, the power forward from Villanova, shots yeah. to New York. Uh, Jordan Poole's definitely got some potential from Michigan. You know the, the Warriors have an infrastructure, like you said, and you know I, I think that they will be fine this year. Even though I'm going under for the wins.
0: Yeah, and 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 by the way, if they make it into the playoffs as an eighth seed and Ooh. Clay Thompson is back and fully healthy, yikes. Because my my prediction is the is the Nuggets probably get the number one seed. Me too. Is that your prediction too? Yep. Hundred hmm. percent. Nuggets so, are going to so win the most games. So let's say the Nuggets get the number one seed and the Warriors are the number eight seed and Clay Thompson is back. Like you're taking the Warriors. Yep. So, nah, I agree with that. I, that's why I think that like by the end of the year they'll be fine. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to the next team. You, you done with them? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Los Angeles Clippers. The. Oof. Would you would you say the Clippers were the biggest winners of the offseason? Oh, of course. Yeah, I would.
1: Okay, you so said, they. Last... Though, I mean, obviously the Nets are the runner up, but the Clippers still. You got yeah, you, you got Kawhi. You got the is best the reason, player the reason, alive yeah, right now. This
0: is so. why why I put them over the Nets is they literally got the best player alive, and KD's missing the next year. Exactly. And and it's and we don't know how much of an upgrade Kyrie is over Delo. Yes. So. So yeah. So the next it's team an is upgrade. Clippers. We'll oh yeah, to, no. We'll no. get to the Kyrie panic meter later. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, but when I say upgrade, there's a lot more than just playing basketball. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> so the last year the Clippers went 48 and 34. They were the eighth seed in the West. Uh, this year they are fa- they are expected to win 54 and a half games, which I'm not gonna lie, feels a little high. When. <laughs> it- yeah, when you consider that like Paul George is gonna miss the beginning part of the season because he just had shoulder shoulder surgery on both of his uh, shoulders, mm-hmm. and Kawhi is gonna be on like a minutes restriction already. Well, I got three words for you: load management, load management,
1: and load management. That's what the three clip words on or three phrases. It's <laughs> <That's> a fact. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fact. I should make a song called "Load Management." I think. Oh, it, no, it I think it still Clippers. sounds like a porn movie. I can't lie. Load management still sounds I, <laughs> still sounds pause worthy. I'm think... actually going the, I'm taking the over yeah. on this. I'm oh, saying yeah? 55 wins. I'm saying 55 wins for the Clippers because, like the Warriors, they have such a great infrastructure on their they team do. just because,
0: and they're and they probably though, the deepest team in the league.
1: Exactly. They got Pat Bev, Montrez, Lou Will, Shemet full season of him, all those guys, and though Kawhi's definitely like we said, load management and honest and Paul George at this point, like he's gonna miss some of the season and and I'm I'm worried about Paul George in the near future. I think he's gonna be fine this year. I think he's gonna be fine next year, but Paul George just has like metal in him at this point. Yeah. Like he's been through a lot injury wise. Like Yep. Paul George is about to set off a metal detector at the airport. <laughs> he's about to just be, be, be pu- getting pulled in different so, directions. So, so,
0: yeah, the, the like, thing with he's the Clippers—like,
1: be goddamn—the
0: thing with the Clippers is they probably have the best. Like, there's a, like it would not shock me if, if next year, like the Clippers have the best defense of all time.
1: It would not shock me. Like,
0: like they could roll out a lineup of Pat Bev, Mo Harkless, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Montrezl Harrell. Insane. And like the worst defender in that group is Mo Harkless, who was probably like the best defender on the Blazers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like that's, like that that's obscene. And the only thing that I worry with this team is that they have a little bit of last year Celtic syndrome of too many guys. Ooh, good point. Because like like they probably have eleven guys that should be playing minutes. Mo Harkless, Lou Williams, Shamet. Jerome Robinson, Paul George, Montrez Harrell, Kawhi Leonard, Zubach, Rodney Magruder, Pat Bev, Jamichael Green, uh, and Patrick Patterson. Jamichael Green, my guy. That's that like oh, they got passed. Like, I just Pattinson? named 12 guys. Yeah. Was that the last I, roster spot? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like like I just named 12 guys that should be playing minutes, and that doesn't include uh Ah, uh, Kevin Gellet, who we who yes. we both who we both like. Terrence Mann, they got as uh-huh. as a rookie. I, I, I he seems like he could be good. Still got Jerome Robinson there. First yeah, I said him before. Yeah. Day. Oh, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they, they 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 have a lot of guys, and that's the only thing I worry about is that they might suffer a little bit from too many guys syndrome. But I also think that Kawhi with load management and Pat Bev will miss probably about twenty games. He always seems to get hurt. Mm-hmm. and Paul George will miss a lot of games, so it might end up being fine. Quick, uh, Can I do a quick
1: Pat Beverly rant, Will? Yeah, go ahead. I'm just going about my day. This was about a month ago, and I see some headline. Pat Beverly retweets Royce White tweet. Because Royce White decided to, you know, he, I guess he wanted to feel relevant again because nobody has been talking about him for, for the past few years since, Royce, since he made an ass of himself and got out of the NBA. I'm not sure for what reason,
0: but let me just get to the point here. It was, it was some mental health issues.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not hating on Royce White for that, but you know what? I'm, I'm pretty mad about this, that the fact that he had the, he had the audacity to say that Carmelo Anthony should be on an NBA team instead of Jared Dudley, who I believe he called something like a scrub or something like that. I'm not sure what the exact content was. You've got some balls, my friend, in the words of Polly Walnuts. From the Sopranos, will you definitely don't get that reference? No, nope. you've, you've got some balls, my friend, Royce White. What are you talking about? Do does Royce White understand what defenses? Does he know? Does he know what leadership is? Does he know the what thing, team spacing is? The, the, does he thing, does he understand those concepts? What are you talking about? And Pat Bev, Pat Bev has a lot of audacity, especially as a player. I respected this league. To, to, to retweet just some ridiculous stuff like that. Like, come yeah, on, bro. Thing, You're better than that. You're
0: better than the that. The thing is what Royce White said, and this is a, this is a mistake that a lot, of, a lot of teams and a lot of fans make, Carmelo Anthony is a better basketball player than Jared Dudley. Mm-hmm. Like, like, no one's arguing that. Like, if they played yeah. one-on-one, Carmelo would probably wipe the floor with him. Jared ain't making the Hall of Fame. I love Jared Dudley, but he's not, he, he's not making the Hall of Fame. No, not at all. And Carmelo is a much better basketball player than him. That being said, at the specific thing that they do in their role, Carmelo Anthony is not good anymore. Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony is, has, has his, his skill set. That's the kind of isolation mid-range game. But you have to be obscenely elite at that. You have to be LaMarcus Aldridge, De, uh, DeMar DeRozan good at the mid-range to make it worth that. Especially in this age. Yeah. And he's just not there anymore. Yeah. It's just like. So, 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 so if we went to like, if we we went to the Y right now and Jared Dudley and Carmelo Anthony were playing one on one, Carmelo probably beats him, what, 21 to 5? Yeah. I'm taking,
1: I'm taking Carmelo over Jared at the Rucker every day. Any day. But,
0: (laughs) But, but to place on an NBA team and say, okay, rebound, play defense, hit the open three pointer. Dudley is significantly better at that.
1: Of course. And that's why I was mad about Beverly retweeting this. It's just like, come on, bro. Like, out of everyone in the NBA, I would expect you to understand defense, spacing, and leadership. You know? I would expect you to not just like promote this dumb clout chasing or whatever Royce White is doing right
0: now. You know what my favorite thing is? Every time a player does an interview where they're like, man, Carmelo's got to be in the league. And then they're like, well, what about your team? And they're like, uh, uh, w- well, we don't, we, don't have, we don't have the roster spots or the, the salary. <laughs> it's like everyone says he should be in the league, but no one wa- – other than Kyrie, which we'll get to later, no one actually wants Melo on their team. Shit, bro, that's, that's a fact. That's a fact. I can't so, lie. I so, feel bad for actually Melo just
1: because LeBron kind of switched on him. Like, but LeBron,
0: but why, should, why should LeBron want him on
1: his team? He shouldn't, but – he, he shouldn't, but, like, I don't know. I w- I, I feel So what like are you LeBron, blaming LeBron I, for? I, I, I don't blame LeBron, but, like, at the same time, I, I felt he kind of should have just done his friend a solid just to see what it would have been like to have him on his team or at least give him, like, a training camp-type contract. Right, I'll, put, like, I'll,
0: put this, I'll put this in podcast terms. If I got a phone call tomorrow and Bill Simmons was like, hey, I want you to leave the scores table to become, uh, to, to become my co-host, Good nothing ridden. against you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it's exactly All what right. LeBron is doing. Shit, no oh, man, damn. But what anyway, was the relationship? Rihanna calls me up. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so back, on the, back to, back I'm to on to the, the flight <laughs> Back to the Clippers. I think that they win the fi- I think they win the championship. Uh they're 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 my they're my championship pick. I think they win. I think Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the league it just in terms of regular season he's going to miss a lot of games and so will paul george that's why i'm a little bit hesitant to to say that they're going to win over 55 games
1: i agree for me i think the clippers are going to be the 3 seed in the west
0: yeah that that's fair yeah i that's think
1: fair. i'm going i think i'm going and honestly what what team are we moving into next to? i'm i'm, I'm trying to get a I mean, we're going to do a great transition here Will. oh uh, well it's sacramento Sacramento so let me but we, we
0: can but we can we can do the Lakers if you'd rather do, do the this. Lakers perfect
1: so my let's West playoff so my West playoff picture and we're going to get to the, the the below seed six teams after this but will tell me the Lakers aren't going to be the five or six seeds
0: Five they're going to be seeds.
1: they're they're going to be the four seed really I don't know. Looking at this Lakers roster and looking at who else is in the West, I don't know if I see the Lakers having a better roster than Nuggets, Blazers, Clippers, Utah, in the regular season, not in the playoffs, but the regular season, and possibly the Rockets as well. I forgot about the
0: Rockets. I put them fifth. I forgot about the Rockets. You're right. You're right. I'm
1: trying to put the Lakers... I'm trying to talk myself into Lakers Lakers being the 4th seed cuz obviously LeBron and AD
0: but it's, the hard. F- the fi- it's hard yeah hard. the 5 seed the 5 seed is where I'd put them. You put them I put I, them- I, for- I, for- I forgot about the Rockets. If I had to go through my top 5 seed, my top 6 seeds right now, I would go um I would go Nuggets number 1 uh Rockets number 2 and Ooh. then i would go Clippers number 3 Utah number four, Lakers number five, and then Blazers number six. Ooh, Blazers number six. I think they take a step back this year. But we'll, really? we'll, we'll get to that's them next episode. We'll get to them next episode. Ooh, that's interesting. But in terms of that's, the Lakers. That's interesting you have the Rockets number two. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll go into depth with, with them also next episode. We're talk but. about the Rockets real quick. What, real, you real want to quick? save it for next episode?
1: Wait, can I just... I got to get this it, off my it. chest. So last night, I opened up YouTube Scores Hive, and I see in, in quotes, Tillman Fertitta. Time for Westbrook and Harden to step up in the playoffs. That's what he <laughs> said on first take the other day. Tillman Fertitta is, has surpassed all new owner mistakes of previous. Because all new owners make mistakes. Almost all of them. Yeah. And f- from, you know, bad and It's GMs. acceptable if
0: you're a new owner. It is,
1: you know. New or- it's like dogs wanting to piss on a fire hydrant, essentially. New owners just love to make their mark as a rich guy. Like, even Steve Ballmer, who's a really good owner now, he, he signed, he gave Gallinari and Blake Griffin a hell of a lot of money. But does, uh, does, does, I'll, 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 think- I'll defend Gallinari. I'll defend the, the
0: Gallinari one. Yeah,
1: no, I-, I will now, especially after last year. But, like, d- does this guy think that he has to promote his product? He's going. Tomáš Hertl is going on a press run right now, trying to say outlandish things and heighten the expectations for his team. He's trying to do like a Mikhail Prokhorov, like, "Oh, if we don't win in the next three years, you know, we're contenders now. We have we got to step up in the playoffs," is what he said. We got to step up in the playoffs, bro. If you don't sit your ass down,
0: yeah, you don't want to be a distraction right? as an owner,
1: and that's exactly what he's being right now. What is this? Yeah. We, we already had questions about this guy with. Getting Chris Paul out of town who looks like he subliminally dissed in an interview the other day. And with Dantoni and Jeff Bidzelek, I think, and Maury, this guy looks on the path to being maybe an owner disaster. That's all I gotta say real quick. Okay. Like, so products promote themselves. Drug- yeah. It,
0: it, it it's it's ridiculous. Anyway, let's let's get on to the Lakers. All right, I just so so this idiot. This <laughs> fool, what an idiot. All right, so last year the Lakers 37 and 45. This year they are they have an over under of 50 wins, which I feel like is kind of an over. It's an over for me. I'm going 52. 52 is the exact number in my mind. And the reason is because I think Anthony Davis finishes finishes second in MVP after Steph Curry. Mm. But Okay, we've talked a lot about the Lakers roster, but just to just to rehash it, I hate their roster, and
1: you got Dwight Howard there now. Jesus Christ!
0: (laughs) If you if you take if you take LeBron out of this roster, this is not a playoff team. Oh, it's not a playoff team at all. It's not making the playoffs. It's not. And the reason I am picking why the reason I am saying that though. It's because if I held a gun to your head and said how many games is LeBron James playing in the playoff or in or in the regular season next year, what are you saying?
1: See, this is actually a harder question because on one hand it's low management season. On the other hand, LeBron got embarrassed last year. There's no other way to put it. He got embarrassed. So I'm probably going I'm going 60 to
0: 65. Okay, so I think I think sixty is a good number. Last year he played fifty five.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He had the first serious injury of his career, and, and or the I guess the only serious injury of his career would be a better way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he plays sixty games, that means he's missing twenty two. Mm-hmm. Twenty two games. Without LeBron on that roster, and you know a few of those games are going to intersect with games that Anthony Davis is missing because he always misses a few games. Mm-hmm. There's a real roadmap to them winning about 46 games and barely making the playoffs. 100%. Just because the rest of their roster is so bad. I've, I have talked about Kyle Kuzma a lot and my opinions on him. Yes, we, we both have, honestly, Will. You're not alone.
1: You are not alone, like, like Michael Jackson once said. But one of his only good songs when he was white, <laughs> he dyed his skin white. Black Mike was great. White Mike, woof. woof.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. Jesus, he made some shit. Okay, then. Anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> again, I'll, I'll do my five-second Kyle Kuzma rant. He's, he's, a, he's a scorer that shoots 30% from three point. Uh so that was my entire rant that's all i needed (laughs) that was that was was enough right there but but they're 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 relying on and this is similar to the orlando magic they're relying on guys that are ninth men yes danny green probably like what a seventh man After, after the after the playoffs this past year seventh man seems a little high yeah Paulo oh, no, Pope, ninth man. Um, JaVale McGee, ninth man. Quinn Cook, ninth man. Troy Daniels, ninth man. Rondo, ninth man. Avery Bradley. Like, these are all ninth man. These are all, like, ninth guys on the... Uh, but they should be, you know? They gave KCP $8 million this year. I would pay KCP $8
1: million to stay away.
0: No. <laughs> I wouldn't give no, them they, a restraining gave, order of a contract. They, no, they gave Rich Paul a thank you gift for getting them LeBron in 8 Day. Did Rich Paul like have a deal
1: to like embezzle like like it's like seventy percent of that money?
0: Oh God, there there must be because there's there's no way KCP would get above a minimum on the there's open no market. Excuse.
1: If Jay, if KCP plays more minutes than Jared Dudley and Troy Daniels this year, oh my God,
0: Julian, He's I got like bad God. news for you. He is right. Of course he is. Of course he is. Here's, here's the problem. Oh, another problem with their roster. Alex Caruso might be their. Like, like, if you told me that Alex Caruso is their fourth best player, I can't tell you you're wrong. Let me think.
1: I'm going to tell you you're wrong, but if you went down to five, I would, like, really have to think about it. <laughs> I'm still putting Kyle Kuzma over Alex Caruso. I'm sorry. I have well, to so, do So it. Am I. I. put Kuzma at three. I have to put Danny Green over him just because of That's fair. Danny, Danny Green was on the Spurs. Danny Green's a fair. great leader plays defense. But, like, if, if you said number Green, five... Danny Green just look, looked a little old last year. Yeah, he, he really did. In the Honestly, playoffs, at least. Alex Caruso. If Alex Caruso went to Northeastern, I wouldn't know. Like, he, he's just balding. He just looks like a regular young man in his 20s. <laughs> like, I, I would have no idea he's a basketball player. It's, it, it's also
0: so funny that he's, like, insanely athletic. It's just so yeah. random.
1: It makes me, like, root for him, you know?
0: Yeah, like I the, can't help it. He's like the little Dicky of the NBA. Yeah. All <laughs> right, so, so yeah, with, with the Lakers... it's a great analogy, I think. <laughs> with the Lakers, I don't see them winning a championship. No, I don't think so. No, obviously, just, obviously, their best-case scenario is they do, because unless they're playing the Clippers... They're going to have the two best players in every series, mm-hmm. except for the Clippers. In every other series, they have the two best.
1: I'll say one last thing about the Lakers before we move on. This, this roster tests the age-old theory. Maybe not age-old, but decade-old, millennial decade-old to t- test the theory that you get two superstars and figure out the rest, fuck it, let's oh, figure yeah, out the rest. Sure. We got two guys. That's sure. what this roster does. This is like the guinea pig roster of that theory.
0: Yeah. Also, another problem with their roster. I just I, I feel like I'm just that that's been every line this whole this this whole segment for me. You know, another problem with their roster. They don't have guys that can shoot threes. Dandy Green, uh, Quinn Cook, and Troy Daniels. And I guess Jared Dudley. You're not gonna mention Dwight Howard making
1: five threes in the last two years.
0: Ah, uh, biased. I, I, You're so biased, will you, you know? What, you know what my favorite part <laughs> of, of their entire team is? <laughs> you know what my favorite part of their entire team is. Yeah. Frank Vogel's their head coach. Oh God! It's so like, like, like in addition to everything else, then you have the whole Frank Vogel's probably gonna get fired halfway through the year thing.
1: Yeah, 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 that there's that too. I mean, yeah. god, imagine if the Lakers even start off like 10 and 10. Yeah. Every day on first take, Stephen A is
0: just going to be No, no you, be off to the races of you know, Jason you, Kidd you, and Mark Jackson. I give it, I give it until game 15 when the first picture pops up of the Lakers getting blown out and LeBron standing on the sidelines covering his mouth talking to Jason Kidd. And that, that picture is going to be all over, like, ESPN. I give it to Game 5. Game 5? Of, okay. of the preseason. Of the preseason. <laughs> and there's only four games <laughs> in the preseason. <laughs> uh, Lakers lost by 20 to the Hornets. Yeah. Terry, Terry Rozier goes off for 30 points on 12% shooting. <laughs> all right. Let's, let, let, let's, get into the, let's get into the next team. Unless you had anything else on the Lakers. I feel like we've just talked about the Lakers so much on this show.
1: Uh, we really have, but hey, there's a lot of good content there. What can I yeah. say?
0: All right, Sacramento. Last year, they won 39 games. They barely missed the playoffs. Um, and this year, they are favored for, again, 38.5.
1: Uh, you want me to go first, Will?
0: Let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. I'm going over
1: to 41 wins, 41 to 42 wins. And here's the thing, Will. I think they are going to miss the playoffs again this year. I agree. Here's the thing. I like this Kings team. Fox is so much fun. He's one of the better. He's, he's one of the. I don't, want, I don't know if I should say he's one of the best point guards in the NBA right now. But he's at least one of the better. And I think he. There's a really. I think he might already
0: play. be top five, I mean, top ten.
1: I think he, 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 really,
0: he. I think he is. Yeah. I mean, I'm not okay. gonna go stop. What? <laughs> Want me we to go through the list now? Why not? Real quick. Let's do it. All right. Lillard, Lillard, Curry, or not? Not in not in any order. Not in any yep. order. Just put ones that are better than him. Mm-hmm. Lillard, Curry, Westbrook, Kyrie, Kemba, um, Kyle Lowry, D'Lo. Oh, D'Lo. Yep. Um, I know I'm forgetting some too.
1: We we definitely are. Right, wait, it, let, me, it, let me
0: pull up the stand. Let me, okay. It's um, like
1: shooting guards like Devin Booker and or, stuff like not that. Not that Devin Booker is better than
0: Dan Fox. That would be blasphemous. Oh, 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 Der- oh, Derek Rose. Um, <laughs> 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 you almost snuck that in on me.
1: Wow. <laughs> uh, is Doncic a point guard? What? Doncic a point guard?
0: He, he's a point guard in the same way Ben Simmons is a point guard, so I guess. I don't know. So I guess,
1: so I'll put Doncic in there.
0: Um, Jamal Murray, maybe. Eh. Maybe Conley, maybe. Do you count? Oh, I'd put Conley above him. Do you? Would you? Would you put Drew Holiday as a point guard? I I I'd I'd probably put Drew Holiday, as
1: Drew Holiday. What? I would rather have Deer and Fox than Drew Holiday this year. No, yeah, I would. No, I like Fox. I like Fox. I like Drew Holiday too.
0: Drew Holiday's a borderline all star every year, but like, I I still think that Fox. Is I need I need to defend my man, my man Drew. Do you know what Drew Holiday averaged last year? What, like 20 and 12 or something? 12, that would be insane. No, 21,
1: 5 and 8. 21, 5 and 8? No, he's a a very, he's a good player. 21,
0: 21, 5 and 8, career high in points, shot like, shot 48%, 33 from three point. So underrated. And I think he was, was was he first team all defense? Something, something like that. Hey, no, I don't. Nobody else
1: was taking those shots in the fourth quarter from the from December on, from from yeah. the Rich Paul de- time bomb on. But, uh, all right, but
0: all right, so so yeah, so so back to back to the
1: Kings. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna take on the persona. See, Will, you might under. Have you seen the Wolf of Wall Street? Right. Of course. I gotta I gotta confirm pop culture references with you before before that is I, more than fair.
0: <laughs> I I totally get it.
1: Will. Sell me this pen, sell me this team. There's going to be so many teams on the brink of the playoffs. Why should I believe in the Kings to be to, to make the eighth seed?
0: All right. Well, justifying it, I feel like is easy. They have, they have a good mixture of young guys and veterans who kind of fit together. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox. Very real chance he takes he, he takes that big next step next year and becomes a borderline all star. Buddy Heald is just a phenomenal shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry Giles could break out at any moment. He's literally two years removed from being the best player in that in that in that year.
1: Harry, Harry Giles is is Bruno Caboclo. He's two years away from being two years away right now.
0: He's he close. Was, He's like two years away. He was good last year though. Well, yeah, okay, he can, good, good, good is a strong word.
1: He was he, he like was five minutes at a time, unfortunately, because of his his legs.
0: But yeah, like. but he, but he's I mean he's still he's still averaged seven and four. He shot above fifty percent. He looked good while he was out. Uh, I think I think that Bagley is really good. Mm-hmm. He is. Um, he was um he was stupidly my rookie of the year pick last. Wait, wasn't he my rookie of the year pick? Yeah, he was my rookie of the year pick last year. Stupidly just because I thought he was going to put up crazy empty stats on the Kings, until... Yeah.
1: Yeah. I um, mean, we, we thought that... Wasn't Vlade saying that they were going to put him at the three?
0: Yeah, that kind it's of a, changed my mind <laughs> on him.
1: But... but ridiculous. At least but, Vlade's stupidity is only, like, coming across in, like, quotes that don't actually manifest themselves anymore. Yeah, that's the, a good the, thing. The, he still gets his dumb ideas out of the way. He just doesn't, like, put them into action, which is good.
0: But... <laughs> But Marvin Marvin Bagley last year fifteen and eight, uh, shot above fifty percent again. Like I, I there's a real chance. Like he could also take that next step and become like a like a star level guy because he was really good while he was out there. No, I I agree. Ialitsa, great great floor stretcher. Yogi Ferrell, great backup point guard. And then they and then they got like a lot of like. Good, good veterans, Joe, Corey Joseph, Trevor Ariza, Harrison Barnes, Dwayne Deadman, Rashad Holmes. They have a good roster of guys that can play basketball. And you've got Bogdanovich, which is one of the more fun six yeah, men in right. the league. Right, that's right. And, and Bogdan, who's coming off a, a really good World Cup. Uh-huh. Like, like, there, like, there's a real chance he becomes their second best player this year.
1: It's a possibility. And I think, you know, everything you, – you, you, you just gave a really succinct and fantastic summary of the Kings roster right there, Well, I would say the, the one problem with all of this, and I, I, I'm, not, I, I'm interested to hear if you agree with me on this, is that the Kings spent all of their cast space this offseason. They yeah, got but, a, a, light, but... a lot of nice players, but this team can't get better. If a, if, if someone, if a disgruntled person comes on the market, they, they can't get better. Barnes' is deal, they're overpaying him, even yep. though he's, he's a nice guy to have on this team, but he's getting overpaid. Corey's yeah, awesome. I, I, yeah I, love, I love
0: Harrison Barnes' fit on the team. I just, like, they're, like, they're paying him 20 21 $22, $24 million over they're the next four years. They're paying him $24 million this year. No, no, in year four. Oh, okay. In year four, they're paying him that much. But, well, but well, like, well, well. Huh? Trevor is getting paid $12 million this year by the Kings. Yeah, how was that now, not a typo? Jesus Christ! Not not, not how, a thing about that. How did kinks. that happen? How did about that the happen? Is I think that I think that Luke Walton's probably an upgrade over Dave Yeager at coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he I think that his offense should be pretty good. They're gonna, they're probably gonna play at the second the second fastest pace in the league after the Pelicans. But like they're 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 gonna score a lot. And yeah, they overpaid a lot for Trevor Ariza, Harrison Barnes, and Corey Joseph. But fourteen million, sh- million on Deadman—that's a lot. But well, was it a short deal for Deadman? I think it's like just like two, two or three years. Deadman's good, but like fourteen million—jeez. Uh, it, it is a lot of money. I thought it was a one-year deal. Though. No, but I think it's a two-year deal. It's yeah. a three-year deal. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, it's like three years, thirty-seven. Oh, 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 the last year is completely non-guaranteed. Oh, okay, that's nice. Um, so it's Jesus. basically a two-year deal. Okay, uh, I don't, I don't know, thirteen a year for Dwayne is a teeny bit high, but they they have to overpay to get guys like they're the Kings. They're
1: paying, they're paying Dedman and Ariza twenty-five million combined this year. Add that to a- Harrison Barnes. They're paying those three guys fifty million. Yikes!
0: Jesus. Now, yeah, but. Now, now there's, but the reason why I kind of like them is because their salaries don't matter when the actual game starts. Like, these are just good guys to have on your team. Very true. That being said, I don't think they're going to be better than, like, a lot of teams, and I still don't think they make the playoffs. I agree. The, the, middle, the middle of the pack in the West,
1: which is essentially, I, I have written down, because I think the Warriors are going to be the seventh seed. The, the middle of the pack, which is the Spurs, who I have as the eighth seed. Spurs, yep. Mavs, Kings, Pelicans. Those guys yep. are going to beat the shit out of each other. I have no idea. It's so hard to think. I, I, I give the Spurs the, the edge just because they do have – they still have Lamarcus, DeMar, another year of my man Lonnie Walker, DeJounte yep. Murray's back. I like how they drafted. And, you know, they obviously have the best coach in the league. So I've I, yep. I, I, I gotta just give give the Spurs. Despite the, the his nod. Olympic
0: performance.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I just gotta give it Derek White is still there. Yeah, but the, they, they got a damn un- good team. Another
0: reason why I like the Kings though is because I feel like I've said this like a lot on podcasts of like they don't have a lot of guys that can shoot threes. The mm-hmm. Kings do have a lot of guys that can shoot threes. Yes. Like Buddy Heald is one of the best shooters in the league. Mm-hmm. Bogdan is really good. Uh mm-hmm. by Elite has a great stretch four. Yep. Um Corey Joseph can shoot threes. Harrison Barnes can shoot threes. Trevor Ariza can shoot threes. Dwayne mm-hmm. Dedman is actually a pretty good three-point shooter for a center. Mm-hmm. Bagley showed a willingness last year to shoot threes, so he might improve. Uh, like, they, like, they, like, they have a lot of guys that can, like, are capable shooters, and they're going to mm-hmm. be able to spread the floor. They're going to play at a really fast pace. They're not going to play a whole lot of defense, but... They're probably gonna score what, like a hundred and seven points a game. Uh huh. Well, sorry, sorry, no, I did not mean hundred seven. I meant hundred seventeen. I meant hundred seventeen. They're gonna score. There's no doubt about that. They're they're gonna score hundred seventeen points a game, and their opponent is gonna score hundred and eighteen. <laughs> and 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 it will, and it will all be fun. Yes. You know, but I am I am really excited to watch them play. They're definitely, like, a really fun league pass team. Uh-huh, 100%. Yeah. All right, anything else on the Kings? No, I'm set. All right, now let's get to the most boring team of the entire podcast, the Phoenix Suns. Oh, boy. Um, the Phoenix Suns, uh, over-under of 29 and a half games. Oh, whoa! Um, last year, they won 19, which means that they think that Ricky Rubio is worth 10 wins.
1: Under, under, under.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree. They're going to be the worst team in a Western Conference. Uh, that, that record is low, low,
1: low, 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 I have, low, low. In the have, words of Flow I
0: have the Suns as the third worst team in the league, with only the Cavs and Hornets worse, in my mind. Here's the thing. With the Suns, I want to give them a few
1: more wins than last year. I'm probably going to give the Suns around 23-24 this year because... Devin it's Booker, so bad. <laughs> yeah, It, it I want to give them a few wins because of, you know, Devin Booker, still so young. Aiton is going to, I think, be better this year. They've got intriguing young guys like Michael Bridges. You, you, you know, they've got, um you know, Cam Johnson, who obviously a ridiculous misdraft, I thought, even though I really liked him going into the draft. But,
0: you know, yeah, it's not that high, not that high. It's like you got Daniel Jones, you know, yeah. You got, it, and other than yeah, that, like, yeah, yeah, Cam Johnson falls in like that Derek Jones or not Derek Jones, Daniel Jones kind of range of like even if he does end up being a good pick, you could have had him like 15 spots later. Mm-hmm. Like, just, just wait. It's, it's insane. Like, um, that's the thing with this roster. There's a few intriguing
1: guys that I want to give him a few more wins for, but like Ricky Rubio at the end of the day, and, and you know, Sarich I actually like, was, a, was a, I, th- I think a nice pickup for them. But they yep. wasted their cap space with just dumping TJ Warren for nothing. They're gonna buy out Aaron Baines because James Jones and LeBron have some kind of colluding relationship where J- yep. LeBron gives funnels funds from HBO and Blaze Pizza. No, 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 Jones no. no. Jones no, no not, account. not. It, it's not.
0: It's not even that hard. He takes funds from KCP and puts them in James Jones' bank account. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do you think LeBron has, like, KCP on speed dial and KCP just, like, owes him? And so, like, LeBron's like, yo, I want pizza. Order me pizza. And KCP <laughs> has to, like, open up Seamless and, like, order pizza for him because he just owes him?
1: Fuck that. KCP has got to get a bike I'm and do, like, breach for LeBron. He's got to... <laughs> Damn, that's crazy, bro. I know, and, I, and it's it's a fact. It's a fact. Like, it just, does does Le- did KCP like kill someone and LeBron saw? I don't like, know. does he have like some incriminating footages of KCP and James Jones? Like, here's the thing, and I think we said this on a previous show. Well, there's a reason these guys are getting paid money, and I'm not. Who am I? I'm yeah. just a young man. Who, you know, my my abs are looking quite nice right now. Had a great day in the gym yesterday. I'm feeling healthy. I'm feeling good right now. I'm feeling grateful for life. Look, who am I? I'm I'm not an NBA expert. I I think I'm an, I, I think I know my, I definitely know my shit. I mean, I wouldn't be doing this podcast if I didn't know my shit, but there's a reason James Jones is getting paid money to be the general manager of the Phoenix Suns. But James Jones has expressed a really innate ability to behave like a moron as a GM so far. And I don't know if that's just him. Or if that's Robert Sarver, that's probably a combination, I would assume. But there's no rational... There's no rational explanation for the Phoenix Suns. There's no... There,
0: there's nothing. he yeah. was nice. He ain't $50 million nice. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I look at their roster. They have a very weird mix of players. Like... Like, wh- like, why, why is Chuck Diallo on this team? Why like is Frank him. Kaminsky on this team? They just, they, they just have a lot of guys that I'm like, like I, like I kind of like them as a player, but why are, why are you on this team? And I still think that Devin Booker is is a is a perpetual loser. Yeah, and obviously, that that yeah. that video in the off season of him complaining about being double teamed. That, that bothered me. I mean, we're calling him double-team Devin at this point, right? <laughs> That's all I'm calling him. <laughs> oh, my God. That's now, all now yeah, with, with, with Phoenix, their fate, what did I say, like 29 and a half games? I'd be shocked if they got above 26.
1: Who the hell was making those odds? They're fucking high? I guess. Like, Jesus, what is, does Vegas think, like, I I don't
0: even understand that. That just makes no sense. It's also how like, like like Ricky Rubio is 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 a is a decent point guard. Like he was really good in the World Cup. He won most outstanding player, mm-hmm. which is cool. But they're they're paying him like 17-18 million dollars over the next 3 years in like like James Jones should be should be every night should be like thanking God that Terry Rozier is making that much money because otherwise all I'd be talking about is how much, uh, how much Ricky Rubio has been making. (laughs) It's going to be making. (laughs) That's a fact. Imagine if history was different. Also, why do they pay Kelly Oubre so much money? What has Kelly Oubre done in his career to like warrant to, yeah, to, to warrant making $15, $16 million a year. Like, he's, after, he's, after his trade to Phoenix, he averaged 17 points a game. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Pretty good. Still only shot 32% from three-point. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, I just, I'm, I, I don't like Kelly Oubre. I don't think he's a good defender. He's dating uh, Kevin Jenner now, you know, that's, that's, you know, got some nice publicity, you know.
1: Oh god. Aka you Wade think, Poppy on Instagram, you know.
0: Do you do you think Devin god. Booker do you think Devin Booker is hitting up Kelly Oubre like every other day? Like, hey, tell tell Kendall to tell Kylie that uh that whatever her name is need to call me back. <laughs> Jordan Woods. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'd say uh I'd say Devin Booker would
1: want both of them for himself, but you know, he, we know he just, doesn't like him two at a time. Not
0: like being double teamed. He doesn't. <laughs> All right, let's 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 get on to another team. With with Phoenix, I feel like I feel like there is no best case scenario. There is only worst case scenario. They're not gonna win a lot of games. They're going to be a disappointment. I don't know. I don't know why Monty Williams is is the coach of this. Um. There's just a lot of questions I have with their team and I don't like their roster very much.
1: I feel bad for Monty Williams, man. That man has been through a lot in his life and he deserves another head coaching job. But like, yep. Uh, oh he's gotta stick with this just bunch of crap. And like there's fun players, but it's kind of just a mix of like spare parts and weird
0: Monty, junk. Monty at the end Williams of the day. did on, not bro. do a very good job in New Orleans. No, he didn't, but he like, deserves up a shot. I don't know. I wouldn't have wanted him. All right. Let's get on. Let's get on to the next team. The Dallas Mavericks. Who won 33 games last year. Vegas has them winning 41 this year. Kind of feels about right. I don't think they make the playoffs, which feels crazy considering they're going to have Porzingis and Doncic on the same roster. Seriously. But I don't. I don't know. I just I, I don't. I I really like their roster. It's a lot of guys that are like, yeah, I like him, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't really see how it uh how how they're gonna be better than a lot of the other teams unless Doncic becomes because I think Doncic will end up winning multiple Finals MVPs over his career, mm-hmm. but I don't see him getting to that point this early. I agree. I mean this this roster is it's it's a really fun one, and I think.
1: As far as the over under, I'm going maybe just. Yeah, I'm going just over at 42. But I have this. I have Mavericks as the ninth seed. I don't think we're going to make the playoffs. And you know, just going through a bunch of the names on this roster, and they don't really have any bad contracts. As far as I mean, even though Tim Hardaway is getting paid um, 20 mil this year, that's that's all that's expiring at this point.
0: You yeah. know, they have I don't, even, I don't even consider that a bad contract just because Doncic is making so little, and they and they took it on for one more year to get Porzingis. Like it's exactly. really not that bad. Exactly. And, I mean, and and what has trade value in the NBA, Julian? Expiring contracts. Are you listening, James Jones? <laughs> if a player has an expiring contract for a lot of money, that is an asset. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, this, this, I mean, this is a fun roster, though. I mean, J.J. Barea, Jalen
1: Brunson, Seth Curry, Doncic, Finney Smith, Hardaway, Justin Jackson, Maxi Kleber, Courtney Lee, Boban, Porzi, uh, Dwight Powell, Delon Wright. I mean, it's a fun—and Rick Carlisle, of course, one of the best coaches in the league. It's mm-hmm. a fun roster. I just don't think it's going to be enough this year, even though the word on the street is that Porzingis looks really good. You know, I, I don't think it's going to be enough to make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, Porzingis hasn't played a game in about a year and a half. So he's probably going to come back and be pretty rusty. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It, just, it, it, all, it all, their entire season depends on Doncic. Because Doncic, if he's as good as he was last year, they'll be a, they'll be a very fun team that will probably win about 40 games. Mm-hmm. If he becomes the level that we that I think he can, then it really will make things interesting. So best case scenario, I could totally see them making the playoffs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I don't know, worst case scenario, maybe he, maybe he put on a few more pounds. Maybe 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 he takes a little bit of a step back. Uh, he hit some pretty crazy three pointers last year. Maybe if a few of those don't go in, his percentages go down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I think. I think they're going to be a really fun team. I like I like Seth Curry on this roster. I thought that was a good addition. Um, I'm curi- I'm curious to see at, at, at least um like like another year of Doncic surrounded by shooters and it, and if Porzingis can come back and be like even close to what he was in New York mm-hmm. on the basketball court that is then. Then they could be really good. And by by really good, I mean like forty eight wins. I, I, I
1: could I could see that forty eight wins is feasible. I'm probably going 46, 47 for that scenario. But
0: if Doncic and uh, Luca are both like surefire all stars, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean it, it's it's, complete, it's it's completely possible. But you know, like we said earlier, I think that the the middle of the West is just such a it's going to be such a grinded out. You know, situation for every yep. team involved. And, you know, it's, it's going to be hard. We'll, we'll, you know, Doncic and Porzingis will be playing in real games with playoff implications pretty much all year long. And neither of those guys have, have seen that, you know, yeah. in their NBA tenure so far. So that, I think that's going to be really fun to watch.
0: Yeah. And I don't, I don't see Luca, especially being afraid. Like, Luca is Luka's like 19, 20, whatever, 20 years old, but Luca has seen shit mm hmm like luca's not afraid of anything
1: facts luca's uh, seen some seen, seen some hectic european games some grime against some 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 grimy thirty four year old men with families who are about to about to elbow you in the with yeah, right, right, the he, jaw and knock your teeth right before out, so he I was drafted him, in the
0: n b a right before he was drafted in the n b a he won he won the european championship hmm as like the best player yep so yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: he's the, seen it. One of the
0: one of the things I like about the Mavericks roster is again they don't have a lot of guys that I'm like what what is he doing on an NBA roster, mm-hmm. and that's that's valuable because there's a lot of teams, cough cough Phoenix Suns, that have a lot of guys where I'm like why is he on an NBA roster?
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Last team that we're gonna get to on this episode, the New Orleans Pelicans, one of if not the most fun team to watch next year already. You know they're going to play at the fastest pace in the league. You know they're going to have a crazy, good, uh, a, a crazy good offense. Vegas has them winning 38 and a half games. Ooh. That feels kind of about right. Feels high to me. Feels high? Okay. I'm going, I'm going 37. I'm going 36 to 37. I could see them, I could see them winning about 34. It wouldn't shock me. But, but for me, I think their biggest wild card this year is Brandon Ingram. I completely
1: agree. I saw a ringer on uh, – uh, shout out to the ringer. I saw an article on the ringer about that. And I would actually even read it, but I saw that the other day I about Brandon Ingram, And, you know, he, he, he really is, like you said, he is the biggest X factor. Shout out to Lauren Hill. He, he is so he, – he is massive for this team. And it kind of – it also kind of goes in with the, the other two guys they, they got from the Lakers as far as Lonzo and Josh Hart. I mean, we've seen these three guys play together. It wasn't exactly mind boggling. It wasn't exactly inspiring to watch those that, that, that trio play basketball together. So it's gonna be interesting to see them when you fit them in with uh, Drew Holiday, uh, JJ Redick, Etuan Moore has proven himself in this league,
0: yep. uh,
1: and then another and then fun rookies like Jackson Hayes, Alexander Walker, and then
0: obviously Zion. Yeah, yeah. The thing is. One of the things with their roster, Drew Holiday is obviously their best player right now. Yes, and I think that I think that Lonzo could not have like like you know I had absolutely zero Lonzo stock.
1: Oh yeah, you. Did, yeah.
0: I, I I had so little Lonzo stock that I was making counterfeit stock to keep selling it. <laughs> that being said, in this offense playing at what's probably going to be the fastest pace in the league with Drew Holiday next to him, who I think is the perfect guard next to him. Uh If Lonzo is not good this year, then he will never be good. This is it. This is it. This is the absolutely perfect situation for him. And I'm actually buying a little bit of Lonzo Ball stock right now just because I like the situation so much for him.
1: Will you like the Bernie Madoff of Lonzo stock.
0: <laughs> this is gonna be fucking the Mets over for the next ten years. Oh my god. <laughs> so so yeah, I think that they could very they they, they could be definitely be a fun team. I don't see them making a making the playoffs unless Zion comes in and is a, and is like a twenty three point per game scorer right off the bat. I don't see that happening. I think I think that Zion this year is gonna average about Seventeen and seven, seventeen and eight. Yeah, I, I, feel, I would agree. I Feel with like that. that's fair. huh. Um, and, it, and it's but, important. Yeah, no, you go. You go ahead. Oh, but I like a lot of the guys they brought in. It's like surrounding them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that Derek Favors was a great signing. I thought yes. that JJ Redick was a great. JJ Redick has made so much money in his career off of like one and two year deals. Oh, it's fantastic! Shout out J.J. Redick. He has been a finesse. Like J.J. Redick is not worth fourteen million dollars, <laughs> but if you're this team, it's like why not? Yeah, hundred percent,
1: hundred percent. Yeah, but and 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 it's yeah. and it's a it's it's a fun team because yeah, like you said, they they brought in the veterans and they have that great mesh. Like if you were it. They got themselves a steak in the off season, and unlike other teams, they they, they seasoned it. I think with the right ingredients. Yep. I think that you know this steak, you know it's it's quite it's still quite raw right now. You know you gotta you gotta make sure you know to massage it and make sure that when you put it in the oven or not not put it in the oven. You obviously can put it in a frying pan, put some butter on it, put some nice cilantro on it, put in some spices. You know when you when you, when you put when you really cook the steak. You want the stake to be in the perfect situation. So, you know, it's gonna come out medium, rare, nice and pink in the middle. And Zion so when, is that stake. Zion stake. is that stake, and they put and they got the and they've got the perfect pieces around him to succeed. The key is just 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 don't overdo it if you're the Pelicans. Yeah. There's sure there's an outside shot at them making the eighth seed. But and, and you know, you want that experience in the playoffs for your younger players. But it's you know, not the priority. Exactly. Don't yeah. rush it. Don't I think. Rush.
0: I think that. I think that Alvin Gentry is probably the perfect coach for this roster. Uh
1: huh.
0: Um. I'm very happy they didn't fire him. I was worried about David Griffin firing him because I actually really like Alvin Gentry, and he's had his ups and downs as a head coach. But I think in terms of his offense and his like brilliance on offense, is perfect with this team. Yes. Um. But I I look at their roster. And this year, if they win—basically, their philosophy going into this year, from, from the front office standpoint, is whatever happens is fine as long as we develop our young players. Mm-hmm. So whether that means they win 30 games or 40 games, the season is a success if they develop their young players. Exactly. And I think going off of, of that—
1: And find out all, what Brandon Ingram is. Exactly. Not all these guys are going to be on the Pelicans next year. I Lonzo, Hart, and Ingram. Not I would be shocked if those three guys are all on the Pelicans next year. Agreed. I would be shocked. One of them is going to go. Um, at least agreed. But it's it's kind of the, the the Pelicans are almost just kind of filtering right now. They they've got pieces in place, but it's all about you know perfecting that recipe. They've got a good recipe in place. Just keep making tweaks and see exactly what you have with the guys that you want around Zion in the future.
0: Agreed, agreed. Ooh, basically,
1: be, me sounding educated with my analysis. You see yeah, ba-
0: basically, basically, <laughs> basically, they have draft picks for the next six years or whatever, seven years. Oh yeah. <laughs> if 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 they if they look at this season and go, okay, Lonzo Ball, he might be good, but his value. In the trade market is worth more than his value to us. You package him with a pick, you can get a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that, go, that goes down the roster of of like guys like that, like Brandon Ingram. They could they could trade him like halfway through the year. Let another team deal with him. Let another team figure out what they want to pay him. Mm-hmm. But. I'd be shocked if Lonzo and Josh Hart are both on this roster, especially because they drafted Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Yes. Who I like. I think he's going to be good.
1: Clock is ticking for Josh Hart. Josh Hart's in the NBA for one reason. The man could hit open three-pointers. That's what he did his rookie year, and that's not what he did last year. He's got to make him this year, and if he's not making him, Pelkins got guys, you know, they got this guy named J.J. Redick, who we touched on previously. I heard he's pretty good at making threes. (laughs) So, I mean, Josh Hart's got to step up his game, or he's going to be out the door pretty quickly.
0: Yep. All right. So, we're going to wrap it up there. Next episode, we are going to be back with the rest of the league. So, that is the rest of the Southwest Division and the Northwest Division, which includes the Jazz Blazers and Nuggets. So, you do not want to miss that. And next episode, we're also going to be back with a new episode of the Kyrie Panic Meter, which is always a fan favorite. So,
1: yes, sir, you already know. The-
0: <laughs> yeah. So if you enjoyed, uh, leave us a good rating, review. Uh, we really appreciate it. Subscribe if you're new. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank yeah. you to
1: all the new listeners showing support. We we really appreciate
0: it. Of course. Yeah. You guys. You got. You guys make it worth doing. And hey, um, you guys,
1: you guys are the lucky ones too because we're giving you the wavy is the best NBA podcast you're gonna find.
0: <laughs> Google, do your, do your Google. He's not going to find one better than us. Yeah. All right. So thanks for listening, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. See you later.